It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire Custom. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios here in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. If this is your first time listening to this show, I'm here every week to give you a break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda out there on mainstream sports media and talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Man, do we have a lot to get into today. But before we do, uh, I want to I tell you guys about a show that's coming up Thursday night. Um, of course, we had the, the big tornado this past weekend. We're doing a benefit this Thursday night, Brewski's in Hattiesburg, Hub City Comedy's Comedic Relief. It's going to start at 8 p.m. It's a free show, but we're going to be taking donations for the Pine Belt Community Disaster Relief Fund. And on that show, this Thursday night, uh, my next guest will be battling me in a roast battle. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Munns. What's going on, Munns? What's happening? I am well, Jamie, and I just appreciate you uh, having me on. And uh, I'm looking forward to our uh, to, to duking it out with you you know, the war of words as it, as it will be. <laughs> That'd be great if we really did that. Yeah. That'd that be, be hilarious. Fun. That would be fun. Um, so we got a lot to talk about, but before we really get into anything, um, the big news today, uh, the new athletic director, kind of came out of nowhere. Did you, what were your thoughts on um, not only the process, but the hire itself? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I wasn't uh, talking about coming out of nowhere. I wasn't completely um, surprised by that. Uh, you know, I think uh, with with athletic director searches and, and searches of that type, uh, they're a lot, they're a different beast than, a, than say, a football coach or a baseball coach or a basketball coach. It's, it's, it's a lot of di- big differences there. Um, football coaches, uh, coaches in general, want their name out there. They want to, you know, they, they want people to be talking about them. They want people to be throwing their names around. It's a whole different ball of wax uh, for an athletic director. And, you know, in, in talking to uh, – I actually spoke to, to Chad Driscoll, who's uh, Southern Miss's Vice President of External Affairs, and he was on the search committee, spoke to him about an hour before this morning's press conference uh, one-on-one, and he, um, he basically said that the reason why they kept it so close to the vest was to attract the best possible candidates. I mean, the more you start letting – you know, letting things leak and the more you start getting out in the public eye with with everything that goes along with a search process for an athletic director, the the more likely it is that people are going to shy away from it. Uh, the more likely it is that you're going to just run into any type of issue of any sort. And uh, so to attract, you know, that was basically what Chad said was to attract the best possible candidate. Uh, they wanted to keep it as low, you know, as hush-hush as possible. And I can't blame them. Uh, so, but yeah, talking about coming out of nowhere, um, John Gilbert was a name that, you know, not many people had heard, um, throughout the course of the search and, and the, over the course of the last month, uh, since, since Bill McGillis announced his resignation, there were certain names you heard every once in a while here and there. Um, I would say that. Uh, John's name was one that I heard probably a week to a week and a half before today, a week to a week and a half ago. But that was that was in the context of 
of a of a group of a, of a handful of guys uh, or a handful of candidates. Uh, so you didn't know, you know, no, nothing was certain. You didn't know how likely one was more than the other. Um, but, uh, you know, f- the fact that they they came to the decision to to uh, to hire John uh, came about within the last couple of days. And and here we are. You know, you talk about, you know, where he came from. And of course, uh, John Gilbert, we're talking about the new athletic director at Southern Miss. He came from the University of Tennessee. Um, where he was the senior a- associate athletics director, uh, also 17 years at the University of Alabama. So you, you say to yourself, well, how will somebody with that experience translate to a situation like we have at Southern Miss? And the first thing that impressed me was the fact that he did not use SEC in his press conference as a noun, a verb, an adjective, an adverb, and a pronoun. Because typically in the past, folks that have come here from those type of institutions, that's what they'll start spewing off and bragging about in the press conference. And the fact that he didn't do that shows me that he may get it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, and and what's funny is you mentioned that. I mean, this isn't a guy who has worked in the Sun Belt or the Pac-12 or, or the ACC for the bulk of his career. I mean, he's a 20-year guy, 20-plus year guy in the SEC. And, uh, and you know, it was, it was interesting. There was, there was not uh, any of that talk. And I know that, you know, like you just mentioned, that was endearing to a lot of Southern Miss fans. All right, guys, we'll be right back with Jason Munch from the Hattiesburg American right here on To The Top Talk. All right, school is back in session right here on To The Top Talk. You can listen to us every Tuesday night, 6 p.m., live on WFOR The Score in Hattiesburg, as well as News Radio 98.1 FM, also on WMXI.com. Later tonight, we will have all these. We'll have this episode up on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Also, we've got the archives. We've got some great episodes for you guys. So... Uh, of course, the athletic search uh, ended today. That was the big news of the day, but the big news of the week, the tornado that struck the Pine Belt. It uh, got some of the particulars on the tornado in uh, yesterday. Um, you know, the alarm went off, what, 2.57 in the morning the other day? Mm-hmm. Roughly. Yeah, Roughly 2.57. Uh, mine didn't go. Mine was on like 45 minutes. That thing just was going nonstop uh, mm-hmm. in the in the Thames area. Uh, it affected Hattiesburg, Petal, Reynoldstown. Started in Lamar County uh, over near Purvis Olo, Purvis Olo Road, cut through Sullivan Kilrain, across 59, shutting 59 down for a little while. Then it tore through the area around Richburg uh, Road and Highway 11, uh, damaged the community near PCS before crossing Highway 90, H- Highway 49 and devastating William Carey. I mean, it gutted it. Then it ravaged the southeast part of Hattiesburg, absolutely destroying houses in the Edward Street area, cut further down in, into downtown before crossing the Leaf River into Petal, eventually crossing the Evelyn Gandy and lifting up as it reached Perry County. The National Weather Service classified it as an F3 tornado, and it uh, the track, I believe, was 35 miles long, and it was a half a mile wide. Now, the first, I haven't seen much of the damage, but from what I saw, the, the width of the storm was um, a little greater than I anticipated. Yeah, it was. Uh, it seemed that way to me. Um, you know, I uh, uh, spent the majority of Saturday. You know, it, 
in situations like this at the Hattiesburg America, it's all hands on deck, whether you're sports, news, whatever you cover, it's all hands on deck. And so uh, once it finally got to the point where we thought, okay, it's safe to go out, uh, I hopped in the car and in the, in the pitch black and went out uh, over by um, William Carey and the neighborhoods uh, around there and it was, uh, it just, it was, it was so, it really struck me. I mean, it's like you and I were talking about during the break, William Carey's campus is not uh, all that big, but everything on the campus was affected by the tornado. And then normally, you know, when you see, you know, four years ago when the tornado ripped through Hattiesburg and Petal then in the Oak Grove area as well, uh, you would see homes that were completely flattened on one side of the street and you go a hundred yards away and that home's you know, it may have some damage, but it's nothing close to what the other side of the street. Well, that just kind of goes to show you how wide this tornado was, how big it was. Um, even though it was only listed as as an F three, uh, it must have spent some time on the on the William Carey campus because it was everything was affected on that campus. Every building, every every athletic field, uh, every parking lot. I mean, cars were everywhere. I mean, upside down, inside out. Uh, there were some that were leaning up against buildings and stuff. It was, it was a pretty gruesome scene on Saturday, and and still is for a lot of places. You know, is is I grew up in the Hattiesburg area. I've lived here my whole life, except for the times that I didn't, and uh, I always end up coming back. And growing up, I was told that Hattiesburg is in a bowl. You know, with the two river basins, and you know, I can recall the storms. Always it'd be a tornado warning, maybe in Lamar County, and then it would just basically jump Hattiesburg every time. So to have two that. Um, the crazy thing about it is they started a couple of miles apart, but they ended about in the same spot over in, you know, the other side of Forest County, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But to have two hit as close as close together as they have and within four years time is just unreal. Yeah. And it's it's it, it's just sad. I mean, you know, you hate it for, for anybody anywhere to ever be affected by something like that. But for for the people of Hattiesburg and the surrounding area to be hit. You know, twice in the span of four years, almost to the day. Uh, you know, the other one uh, in 2013 was um, February 10th, if I remember right. And this one was, you know, only three weeks, you know, difference on the calendar. And then you throw in last year's flood, the flood that, uh, you know, the flooding that, that, that really hit the Hattiesburg area and the Forest County area. Um, last year, it's just been people around here have been through the ringer as far as Mother Nature is concerned. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And you go back to Katrina. I mean, it's uh, yep. it hit the town, you know, really hard. Um, I will give a shout out on the show. You know, I like to give everybody a recap of kind of what happened throughout the week, you know, in Southern Miss and in this case, the community. But, man, you know, I was sitting there uh, in bed. Alarm goes off three o'clock. TV's going in and out, but I'm watching WDM. And I usually enjoy watching Patrick Bigby. On the weather because he just cracks me up. The way he says Eastabuchi is just like my favorite thing ever. But uh, the sound goes out. He's holding up signs. He's keeping the party going. I mean, really a, a, a true professional. And I was really I'm, I'm excited to see him get the attention he's been getting lately. Whether it's on the Weather Channel, the National News, stuff like that. Um, really, really great job, Patrick. And uh, you know, any of our friends at WDM listening. Pass that along to him, man. It, it really, I think, I think it meant a lot to a, a lot of people in the community the way he handled that situation. Yeah, they got a lot of responsibility in those in those types of uh, uh, under those circumstances. You know, they've got you know all the uh, 
education and the know-how and the and the and the equipment and everything to I mean that's what it's there for. You know, that's that's what they're there for is to keep everybody as informed and safe as possible in situations like that and then that was that was tough uh, circumstances, but they made it happen. Well, thanks to you, we had we talked about this the other day about you coming out here, and kudos to you for going. I mean, you covered it all weekend. What was your what was your weekend like, man? It was crazy. You know, I got the same alerts on my phone um, as everybody else did, and you know, in in situations like those, it's all hands on deck, and so we uh, you know hop in the car and get out uh, over around William Carey about five a.m. and. Uh, I think I didn't, I don't think I left there until maybe one or two in the afternoon. And, uh, that was on about an hour and a half's worth of sleep just because, you know, it's hard, it's hard to sleep when you kind of know the, the possibilities there that severe weather is going to hit overnight. It's tough to sleep. So, uh, you know, worked, you know, even though we left the field, we worked through the night, uh, you know, we're into the next night into Saturday night and then get up Saturday, Sunday morning and do it again. Uh, Sunday, uh, when when I got word that Southern Miss was sending all of its, or what turned out to be all of its, almost all of its athletic department out to an affected neighborhood uh, in Forest County off of Richburg Road, I decided to go out there and um, and and try to document that, and that was that was powerful stuff. I mean, there was more than you know 200, 250 representatives, you know, student athletes, coaches, uh, staff members, administrative type people within the Southern Miss Athletic Department, and they were all out there pitching in, and uh, that neighborhood needed it. It was one of the neighborhoods that, that hasn't really gotten a lot of attention just because it's kind of it's isolated. It's kind of back off, uh, you know, Richburg Road in, in, in Forest County. But uh, um, it was – it's just, you know, it's, it's, it, was, it was powerful. It was moving to see that, you know, that type of response. And I know they're not the only ones doing it. There's other people. There's countless other people. And organizations who've who've really stepped up and and are helping the people that need it. Well, it's it's you know typical Hattiesburg. Everybody coming together. Um, you know, and typical Pine Belt. You mm-hmm. you got to throw Pedal and Reynolds Town in there as well. I mean, Pedal took took a took a savage hit as well. Yeah. Um, you know, my sister in law, my family's over there, and you know, it didn't miss them by much. Right. But uh, you know, we we kind of have a way of of pulling together in these type of situations and moving forward. So you know, like I said earlier, we've got the comedy show Thursday night. I'm not necessarily plugging it, but I think that uh, the ultimate message of it is very important. That I think that the Pine Belt Community Disaster Relief Fund, you know, is a, is a great uh, great cause. All the money's going to stay right here. So. You can go on. I'll post it on the website later on. If you guys want to go in there and donate, you can write a check. You can even even do it by website. So if you're looking to a way to give, yeah, you've got a, a lot of you know national uh, national outlets. What the United Way, mm-hmm. Red Cross, you got those. But uh, if you want to make sure that it stays all right here in the community, I think that's the way to go. So um, on to, I guess a little more exciting news. Let's go back to the athletic director search. Sure. You know this is a, a, a kind of came at a just the. the Search itself was kind of a surprise to a lot of people. Nobody, I didn't see Bill McGillis leaving when he did. Bill McGillis called me wanting to do the show, like while he was interviewing with this job. What a <laughs> no! But that was that's his genius. That's, that's his genius. Yeah. He's, he's throwing Jamie Arrington off right. because he's you know he's the mouthpiece of the loudmouth, the loudmouth in the Southern Miss fan base. But um, if you watch the press conference today, mm-hmm. if you watch the presser, uh, John Gilbert, he seemed a little nervous. He 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 got a little a little emotional during the press conference. But when he sat down for that Q and A, 
you kind of got to see his personality come out and you kind of got to see a little more of what he was all about. Yeah, you know, it, it did strike me uh, that way. He was a lot more comfortable um, when it was sort of a more intimate setting. And, and not to say – were you there in the in – the, No, I was watching on the on yeah, okay. tube. Um, not to say that the initial um, – his initial comments and stuff that weren't at an intimate setting because it was kind of a smaller um, venue. But uh, no, when, when it was just us media types and him uh, in a room together – and and with, with with just him and President Bennett uh, by his side, he was a lot more comfortable. And uh, and you know that, that you go back to going back to um, the fact that he got emotional and stuff during his his initial comments. You know that that really shined a light on to me uh, the type of person he is, just the type of person he is, apart from his professional uh, career and, and and everything else. I mean, he seems like a guy who is just very down to earth, very um, you know, a rootsy type guy. If that's if that's a, a fair way to describe it, absolutely. Um, just just you know, he was very open about his feelings uh, for his family, both you know, mother, father, two kids, wife. Uh, very open about that, and and I thought that was um, nice to see. You know, I mean, too often we get, you know, when we're dealing with administrative type people, uh, you know. They're called suits for a reason because that's a lot of what people, uh, you know, that's the first thing people identify them with. But, um, but no, uh, John Gilbert, uh, first and foremost, said that there is nothing, no higher priority in his life than his family, and uh, and I, th- I think that really he really conveyed that um, right off the bat. And I think, you know, that's that's been Southern Miss is, has prided itself. Uh, over the last few years of developing a sense of family, a very strong, uh, you know, uh, sense of family amongst its coaches and players and, and just even just the entire student body, the whole university as a whole. And uh, now you've got a guy heading up the athletic department who, uh, you know, seems to embody that uh, sentiment to a T. A little bit of, um, I guess, uh, trivia fodder. One year ago today, January the 24th, 2016, I recorded the first episode of To the Top Talk with Jason Bailey. We sat around for an hour, recorded that morning. While I was processing that, Twitter starts blowing up, and it's announced that Todd Munkin is leaving Southern Miss to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, is January 24th going to be a day that's going to be a surprise for Southern Miss fans every single year now? Is that true? <laughs> that is that is absolutely true. One year ago to the day. One year ago to the day. Oh, man. So how crazy is that? That is – I hadn't even put two and two together, but yeah. that, is, that is amazing. Uh, that's scary, actually. Um, but almost not scary because now I can pencil in next – January twenty fourth. Next January twenty fourth. It'll be a Wednesday. <laughs> so <laughs> I will. I will uh, will it? I yeah. Get, okay. Today's yeah, Tuesday. We had a leap, okay, we had so a leap yeah, year yeah. this past year. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, okay. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, absolutely. Man, <laughs> go ahead and put it in your phone. Yeah. But I recorded. I, we recorded an episode, and then I had to go back and redo the entire episode. I spent about a good four or five hours that day just trying to figure out what I was going to talk about. To <laughs> like recording an episode of To the Top Talk. Man, that's eerie episode. because that's that's very eerie because today. Uh, was very reminiscent of that day. I remember, you know, getting the phone call saying, "Hey, you need to be at the uh, athletic center at at uh, you know in thirty minutes or an hour or whatever it was." 
And today was very similar to that. Uh, got a call, um, you know, shortly or a text shortly before 8 a.m. saying, need to uh, get ready to be mobile uh, because because some news is coming. So uh, that was that's that's really, really eerie, almost scary. They had the press conference at the uh, Athletic Center today, did they not, if I'm not mistaken? That's right, yeah. Uh, you know, usually they'll have it over at the Trent Lott Center, usually yeah. a little bigger. This seemed to be a little more intimate um, yeah. as far as the typical Southern Miss press conferences go. Yeah, I tried to, you know, I asked around a little bit. I said, I mean, every, every Southern Miss press conference they've ever had, at least in, in the last, not every one, but most of the ones they've had since I've been kind of around, they've really – done it up big and, and, and really, you know, tried to deck out uh, a big room in, in the Trent Lot Center or somewhere else. And this was a lot different. And I wonder if that's just not sort of by at the behest of the new athletic director. Maybe he said, I don't want this big fanfare type, you know, all the bells and whistles and the pomp and circumstance. Maybe he said, I'm not that kind of guy. I like, uh, uh, you know, a more intimate situation. And maybe, maybe that was also something we can kind of glean from uh, you know about him all right i just stepped on a pop top we're gonna take it to break come right back to us with more to the top talk i'm here with jason mons from the hattiesburg american Welcome back to To The Top Talk right here on The Score, 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 FM in Hattiesburg. Let's talk a little football right now. I'm sitting here with Jason Munns, beat writer, Southern Miss beat writer for the Hattiesburg American. He's jamming out to a little Werewolves of London. You know, I had a parody song that I've never recorded or released or anything, but Wards of Lumberton fits in perfect. (laughs) Wards of Lumberton. Would be an awesome. <laughs> now you have to do it. I, need I have to, hear to do it. I need. We need to awards. If you're listening, oh, uh, we need. Some, so we need a sponsor, and I will record award. It may not be as good. <laughs> um, you get to the mutilated late last night uh, part, but uh, I think it words of Lumberton fits perfectly. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, let's talk football next week. Big week. Big week for Southern Miss. You've got signing day, February the 1st. That's uh, Wednesday. Let's bring the fans up to up to speed with what's going to be going on that day as far as Southern Miss is concerned. That morning from 7 to 10 a.m. is going to be football signing day show on southernmiss.com. You can follow on the web. You can also follow uh, Jason as well on Twitter and all that good stuff. I'll be tweeting about it, I'm sure, as well. Then the signing day parties, 1130 to 1. If you're in Jackson, it's going to be at Drago's on County Line Road. Then 430 to 6. Buffalo Wild Wings in Hattiesburg, I will be there. 7.30 to 8.30, Buffalo Wild Wings in Diabraville. And also 7 to 8.30, uh, Bluegill in Spanish Fort, Alabama. So if you are in the region, uh, plenty of chances to see some of the coaches, if not all of them, if you're in certain spots. So I, I think it's going to be a great day. We had a big weekend. I stumbled up on the – actually, I stumbled up on uh, – I didn't know the recruits were going to – well, I didn't even care. I, I slept in t- – after the tornado went down um, – and eventually I fell asleep, woke up about one, went to mugshots to get something to eat. All the recruits were there. Mm. And it was a lot of them. And they were huge. And I ran into Mike. I mentioned this in the last hour, but I ran into Mike Jones. And Mike's tr- house got hit by a tree that morning. And he's like, yeah, I was a little late to work. But it's like he did not miss a beat. 
And I think several of the other coaches had some things happen as well with that storm. But they, I mean, professionalism, just a commitment to the job, a commitment to the cause. They stuck around, and we ended up getting a few uh, commits out of the weekend. Yeah, it takes a lot. Uh, I think we've come to to, to to realize that it takes an awful lot to uh, throw a football coach or an assistant football coach off their game. And uh, that was – that I, I had also talked to Mike uh, on Saturday, and that was just – you know, you hate again. You hate to uh, to have anybody affected, but the, to have to soldier on like that in in, in the face of uh, in the face of something like that, it's it's tough. But uh, but yeah, no. Southern Miss uh, gets Emmanuel Dabney, uh, a consensus three star. ESPN's got him rated as a four star um, defensive back out of Cal- Callaway, right? I'm pretty sure that's right. Callaway, yeah, Callaway High School, high school in Jack in the Jackson area. Uh, you know, and that's a big one. Um, that's one who. He had originally been committed to Mississippi State, and you know I, he's he decommitted. I'm not 100 percent sure if if he wasn't uh, you know uh, encouraged to decommit. But it, I, the, the line is it was a mutual parting of ways between the two. But um, that, that doesn't mean that he wasn't still being recruited heavily by others. Uh, from what I understand, he had narrowed it down to Indiana, Ole Miss, and Southern Miss. And uh, out of the weekend, he, he he visited here, visited Southern Miss, and decided to. Uh, Decided to pick Southern Miss uh, this past weekend. At six foot one, that's kind of the, the taller cornerbacks that Hobson seems to favor, you know? Yeah. Um, I, he does play corner, or that, that's his position, and I think uh, that's what he thinks he's going to play um, in, in college. I'm not so sure of that. I'm not sold on that. I think he's probably going to be more of a safety when he gets to, uh, when he gets to Hattiesburg. So, you know, uh, that's just what my gut tells me. So, um, uh, and I think he will be valuable there. Uh, incredible uh, speed and also some 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 really you know a real good nose for the ball. I think he finished with sixty tackles and three interceptions, and I think maybe ten pass deflections uh, as a senior at, at Callaway. Uh, the next commitment from the weekend, uh, a kid uh, offensive tackle out of Boca Ciega High School, Gulfport, Florida, a kid named Bryce Foxworth, six four. 302 pounds. Uh, I think he's talked a little bit to the media, but I don't know that it's it, it's he's getting out there as much as uh, some of the others have. But um, he was another commit out of the weekend. What do you know about him? Well, I know they need him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know Southern Miss is in need of of uh, off- of bodies uh, for the offensive line, and and he obviously fits that mold. Uh, big kid uh, seems to uh, play with at, at a very um, with a very high motor. Uh, doesn't seem to really take too many plays off, uh, and I know that's you know that's if, for anybody on, on a football team that's uh, that's a, a great trait to have, uh, but especially for offensive linemen. Uh, so he uh, he he he's one that that kind of flew under the radar until this past weekend, I guess. Uh, but uh, now he's in 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 the in the boat, and um, I think they're happy to have him. We got another. Um... Big, a very large man commit this weekend. Uh, Offensive guard Jimmy Terry from Tyler Junior College. I think he's originally from Madison, Mm -hmm. uh, originally signed with Louisville out of high school. He's down to 6'3", 330 right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking – he was a big old boy. I think Lanny said earlier he was 400 pounds, um, lost some of the weight. But uh, he's a mover and a shaker on Mm -hmm. that offensive line and somebody that can hopefully lead the way for continued success for Edo Smith. Yeah, you know, I know he's one that the coaching staff was really, really happy to get, um, and they're and they're very, very, uh, from what I understand, very cautious um, about 
the next week. Uh, they they want to keep him, and you know, now that they've got him, they definitely want to keep him. And and I think that speaks to uh, the his sought afterness. You know, like yeah, I mean he's he's not some guy who who just you know Southern Miss decided to take a flyer on. I mean this this here is a guy like you said signed with Louisville out of high school, um, and and I know they're very high on him, and and they want to keep him in in their uh, you know in in their camp, and so. Uh, but about another one, another another offensive lineman, which is something they sorely need. Also, we got an, we flipped uh, another uh, JUCO guy today. Cornerback uh, Tyler Jack, 5'10", 180 pounds, out of Pearl River Community College, originally from George County. He flipped from Troy. Do you know anything about Tyler Jack? I know he's very athletic. Um, you know, he has all the the tools that you need to play corner. I think he is one that will stay at corner. Um, and, and that's going to be, uh, critical for Southern Miss because after this next season, you're losing Cornell Armstrong, Curtis, Michael, Trey Collins, uh, 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 Joe Mez Applewhite, uh, you're losing almost all of them. And, uh, I, I want to say you're also losing Tavarius Moore, who's kind of a between guy. He's also, he can play safety, but also plays corner. So they need they're going to need experienced guys at corner not only for this year but also next year as well when all those guys are gone it also uh, came out this week that uh, quarterback parker adamson leaving the program he graduated already so um i guess he just decided his football playing days were over yeah it was cool to see actually on sunday when the when the team was out helping with the tornado cleanup he was one of them out there so even though he's made his intentions known that he's leaving he's still he's still doing what he can to help the program Best of luck to Parker Adamson. Guys, come right back to us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more To The Top Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk to the top. Talk. Did I say that right? Yeah, I did. It's my show. I should have had this down by now. Um, Jason's got a little bit of breaking news as re- as it regards to the Southern Miss football program. Yeah, I just we were running up against the break uh, there at the end. You know, you were talking about Parker Adamson uh, leaving the program. Jawan Collins, a defensive lineman who was on track to be uh, defensive lineman who was on track to be a redshirt sophomore um, for the 2017 season, has decided to. Uh, Seek other opportunities. He's no longer with the program, and I think that's like we were talking about. I think that's probably just a, more of a, a product of, of too many guys ahead of him. You know, Southern Miss has really got a lot of experienced players um, and good players uh, along the defensive line, um, and he's just behind those guys right now. So uh, he's gonna he's gonna seek other opportunities. Also this week, it was announced that uh, former Southern Miss offensive coordinator Chip Lindsey, most recently at Arizona State, is the new offensive coordinator for the Auburn Tigers, which is where, you know, he came from before he was at Southern Miss. So kind of makes sense a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, that was that was something that, uh, you know, I don't want to say it came out of left field, but it was a little bit uh, eyebrow raising, uh, you know, up until, gosh, I want to say within the last 24 hours before news broke that he was going to Auburn. I mean, he was still really pumping that Arizona State stuff, and uh, and you know uh, the way assistant coaches and head coaches do. Um, but no, that was you know uh, two years, two years at Southern Miss, one year at Arizona State, and now he's at Auburn. So he's uh, 
you know, he's an Alabama guy, um, coached in Alabama for a number of years at the high school level. And like you he coached at Troy for a little while. And then, like you said, he was a, an offensive analyst at, at Auburn for at least a year, maybe a couple of years. Um, so he's back there now. And uh, it seems, it seems uh, everybody's, Everybody at Auburn is happy to have him. I don't, I'm not so sure about the fan base, but uh, I think they're a little bit nervous. But well, they're never, you know they've never been happy. And I mean, he, he <laughs> you know, as well as they passed the ball last year, they they need to make some kind of improvement. Yeah. Um And I, you know, I've never understood why Arizona State hasn't done more. I mean, with the resources they have, with I used to live in the border of Phoenix and Tempe, right there. I mean, and it's just an amazing campus. There's probably too many distractions. That probably has a lot to do with why they're not more successful. But really, they've got everything right there. It's never made sense to me, but this is a Southern Miss show, so we're going to keep the party going. Uh, It was announced this week that Cleveland Browns were going to sign Jamie Collins to a four-year, $50 million contract. $26 million of that is guaranteed, making him the most successful Jamie to graduate from the University of Southern Mississippi. <laughs> I didn't ever think of it. I didn't quite. When I heard the news, that that didn't – I didn't make that uh, connection there, but you're probably right. Yeah, I think he is. I I mean – Can't think of any others. I'm, I mean – More successful. I mean, he's he's more successful in probably one day than I have been in probably like four or five years. Yeah, so, good, good for him. Though. Good for him. Great guy. He's earned it. Certainly. Also, this past weekend, the uh, East-West Shrine game happened in um, St. Petersburg, Florida. Nick Mullins and Cameron Tom both got to play. Cameron got the start. Uh, Nick played some. Not much. They had way too many quarterbacks out there. But Nick certainly impressed um, in the in the practices, and yeah, I think they named him, you know, somebody to watch, and said he was the most accurate quarterback there at practice. Yeah, uh, there there was um, quite a bit of uh, positive remarks, uh, you know, on social media and in other certain places about him during the week and even during the game and uh, pro football focus. You know, those those are some serious numbers crunchers, number number crunchers over at Pro Football Focus, and they named him. You know, I forget exactly how they phrased it, but it was something like the most efficient or the most effective quarterback in the game based on whatever formula they use. Um, so, yeah, that was, you know, that you can only improve your stock if you're, if you're, you know, generating that type of buzz. And we'll look forward to uh, his next draft diary. We've, we've secured him for, for uh, leading up to the draft to, to write a draft diary every couple of weeks for us, the Hattiesburg American. So we'll see um, – We'll see what he has to say, his firsthand account of his experience down in uh, down in Florida. He's also committed to be on To the Top Talk. Sweet. So we'll we'll see uh, when that happens, man. You guys Sweet. be on the lookout for that. I will. Um, also, basketball this week, Southern Miss uh, men's team had two games. Thursday, they defeated North Texas 75-65. to Then on Saturday, they took on Rice, both these games at home. And it was announced before the game that uh, Curry Price would not be playing. The Eagles battled back from a 24-point deficit in the second half. Raheem Watts throws a last-second shot from, gosh, the baseline on the other side of the court. It bounces off the back of the rim, and the Eagles fall 61-58. to What a comeback for the Golden Eagles. You know, that's always been uh, – you know, that that's never – with everything that's gone on with Southern Miss basketball over the last couple of years, uh, that team plays hard. They never, ever – um, you know, I mean, you don't want to talk, you don't want to get into talking about moral victories and things like that, but they never, ever, uh, give up or quit or, or lack for any type of effort. They're always, you know, down 24 with 18 minutes to go. You start kind of packing it in, but no, they, they, they kept their nose to the grind and made it a game. 
this week, uh, this Thursday at 6.30 p.m., they will be at Middle Tennessee State. And this Saturday at 7 p.m., they will be at UAB. Women's basketball, women drop two games. Now they said it, 11-8, and 3-4 and four in Conference USA. This Thursday, they will be hosting Middle Tennessee State at 6 p.m. And then on Saturday at 4 p.m., it is Kay James Day, honoring the legendary Southern Miss coach who was inducted into the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame this past uh, summer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, last, uh, I guess last summer now. Uh, the past summer, that's right. Uh, but no, yeah, she, she's she's very deserving of, of any recognition she ever gets um, because she – she was she's the face of Lady Eagle basketball. Uh, I'm sitting here with Jason Munns of, of the Hattiesburg American. He broke some baseball news this week. We're gonna get to it right after the break. You guys come back to us with more to the top talk. We're back on to the top talk. We're going to shut it down. Um, shout out to all the listeners. We have now been listened to, according to my stats on what tracks my podcast, we've been listened to in 34 states and 14 countries. So we're, we're knocking them out one, at a, one week at a time. Special thanks to my guest today, Jason Munns. You can follow him on Twitter at Munsley. You can follow us at To The Top Talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington on Facebook as well. To The Top Talk, Jamie Arrington Comedy. Uh, Jason's got his own page on there as well. My next comedy show, we've been talking about it all show. This Thursday night, Hub City Comedies, Comedic Relief at Brewski's. It's going to be, like I said, Thursday, January 26th, 8 p.m., free admission. But we're taking donations that will go to the Pine Belt Community Disaster Relief Fund. So put your big girl panties on. Come out for that one. It's going to be a really good time. The rest of the shows we can get to at some point on down the road. And Jason broke a little Southern Miss scheduling news this week. Jason, you want to you wanna, uh, let the listeners in on what you were able to find out? Yeah, you know, um, I'm working on a story uh, that'll actually go be posted online at HattiesburgAmerican.com uh, on Thursday this week. Uh, on Thursday, it's 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 basically taking a look at the dugout club and how instrumental it has been in, um, you know, Southern Miss baseball's the baseball program's uh, ability to stay competitive, um, and just how much the money uh, that that comes from the dugout club means to keeping Southern Miss baseball. Uh, relevant and, and competitive and all that stuff. And so during the course of uh, that that um, whole uh, the interview process and the information gathering and, and things like that, you come across some other stuff and found out that uh, Southern Miss will open the, 20 th- uh, the, the 2018 baseball season at home at Pete Taylor Park against Mississippi State for a three-game series, uh, which – I don't know if it's ever happened before. I know Mississippi State hasn't played in Hattiesburg since 2010. That's going to bring some people. That's going to break some records. That's going to be nuts. Um, and, and just a huge, uh, you know, kudos to both sides, Southern Miss and Mississippi State, for getting that done, making it happen. Uh, I don't know if this is something that, ha- that that came along quickly or what happened, but um, – you know, whoever was involved in making that happen, big kudos to them because that's 
that's a huge deal for not only Southern Miss and Hattiesburg, but also the entire state, Mississippi State as well. And, you know, I was under the impression, and, and I, I could have been wrong on this, I'm not sure, but, you know, their, their coach, Cohen, who's now their athletic director, is the one who kind of uh, put a stop to coming to Hattiesburg. And I, I may be wrong about that, but it happened at the same time he started coaching baseball there. Yeah, so I, 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 could, I don't know the answer to that, but, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happened, the fact that they, you know, got past it, figured it out it's good news for everybody uh, involved jason i appreciate you being a trooper and coming in today man i really appreciate all you do for the community and you know especially in times like this so we'll do it again real soon oh i love it uh, always a pleasure thanks for having me on all right that's it for the show next week we're going to be talking to uh, we're scheduled to have a, a pretty solid guest so you guys tune in we're going to be talking signing day and all that good stuff until next time southern miss to the top Talk.